0: Welcome to Being Humankind with your hosts, Brian, Mike, and Neely. We explore what it means to be human in a time of disconnection. What do you think is the most beautiful thing about you? In terms of characteristics, like virtues or like uh, aesthetics, or it could be anything. It could be anything. I would say my curiosity for the cosmos and and, uh, the ability to ask big questions uh, that eventually led me into practicing virtue in order to obtain a glimpse of the answers and meet some wonderful people on the way. So my curiosity and admiration for the stars and the cosmos and my environment, and all of you that I'm talking to you, because that's what led me to this interview. My admiration for people, I love people, and the cosmos, the, the material cosmos, the universe. Um, that curiosity, the curiosity of the observer, the silent observer, led me into a, an unstoppable admiration and, and a curiosity for everything around me that eventually opened the path for me to meet many wonderful people. So I would say my admiration for the cosmos. Uh, it is not entirely a characteristic of me. If you want the characteristic of me, I would say my pursuit of virtues. I'm trying to be a virtuous person. And I think that is uh, the most important uh, aspect of me in terms of beauty, so to speak, uh, spiritual or yes, philosophical. <clears throat> so the pursuit of virtue, I constantly do, I, I believe is one of my strengths and the admiration for the cosmos. Can you elaborate a little more about um, what you mean when you talk about your admiration for the cosmos? Of course, um, allow me to share with you a very meaningful experience I have I, I had as a child that stayed with me until this day. I like to look at the stars on a starry night. So I literally mean my admiration for the cosmos. I just literally can stare at the stars on a Greek beach in the summer, in the summertime um, for the entire night until dawn. And then I like to stare at the dawn. So the beauty of this and the vastness of the cosmos uh, had a profound effect on me that led me to investigate it and then to travel, and then to meet people, and learn traditions, and collect wisdom, and then stop and look at the cosmos again, and then reinvestigate and reevaluate. So that admiration, because I do not want to confuse you, is literal. I literally admire the cosmos and nature, and that attracted me into various practices so I can understand it and approach it meaningfully. The study of the natural laws, study of sciences, um, to understand where, where are we coming from in terms of materials in our body, in terms of uh, the origin of our species, et cetera. So that led me into a lot of nice endeavors. and But all, all that starts from a curiosity and an admiration for the cosmos. So that admiration outflows in other areas too. For example, I'm very sensitive uh, to nice things, meaning that I can hear a nice song, and as a musician, which is one of the reasons I'm a musician, it has a profound effect on me, while on someone else it's just a song they hear on a cafe, they just pass it by. For me, it uh, has an impact. So you can say that I'm very sensitive to the environment, so most things that someone would just bypass or maybe just look at and admire them briefly, for me they have a huge, double that impact. So I sit there and examine it longer than other people. And I do that since I'm a kid. So I would say that is one of the the um, the, the, con- the contemplative silence in combination with my admiration at something it could be a song, a composition or the stars on a starry night in Greece, because uh, that's where I come from. and I have a summer house there. I go and I spend hours looking at the stars. So it is a non- a not, a, a, an unstoppable admiration. It has never stopped for me. I'm, I'm constantly sitting and admiring the, the Milky Way, and I can sit and admire a statue at the Metropolitan Museum here in New York for the same amount of hours, with the same admiration, and it's going to have the same effect on me for some strange reason I do not want to investigate. I just know that it's it's there. So that admiration, without tiring you any farther, it's literal. I'm literally impacted by the arts, by nature, and that puts me in a contemplative state and has made me more philosophical and also more scientific because I sought to investigate that meaningfully, not through fantasy and superstition, at least the way I understand uh, those things. Um, at the same time, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pragmatologist. I mean that I like to be a practical person and to be grounded in reality. So these two allowed me to fly high, but without losing my uh, grip on reality and, and, and the scientific approach and things. So I would say my, the most beautiful thing about me is the balance between the two, if you want, the, the balance to be grounded in scientific, while I can I can fly high philosophizing and immersing myself in the mysteries and and the beauty of nature or anything that inspires me as a matter of fact could be a song or a statue. I hope I have answered that. I do not know how else to answer it. Um, It's a drive that I do not know where it's coming from and I cannot explain fully. All I know is that it is there since uh, since I remember my conscious self understanding my surroundings. It appeared simultaneously with my understanding of what's around me. I, I I realized that I'm very impacted by colors, for example, a red blouse. While other kids were like had no interest in it, but I could stare at that particular red and examine it for a long longer time than others. So it's always that something that impacts me, and then I I in a contemplative way I go there and examine it. But I don't do it as a fantasist. I also do it as, a, as someone who wants to be grounded in reality. So I investigate it from all sides, philosophically, theologically, scientifically. So my ability to do that and not get lost one way or another, I would say it's one of my best attributes.